Welcome to the Simple Cocktails Podcast. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Many may be exhausted of this particular conversation, but... <laughs> you look at me when you say that. I'm looking right in I'm your not, eyes. I'm not. I'm not. I'm right in I'm your just eyes. trying really hard to keep you grounded, Greg. I know. I, and that's really <laughs> your job as a wife. No, your book is coming out in a week, it less is. than a week. My first book. Yes. So it's, it's easy to talk about it a lot. It is. Right? I get it. So 4th of July, that is when the book comes out. It's a Monday. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday. Yeah. From what I understand, if you order on Amazon now... You'll get it that day. I don't know how they work that. But. Okay. So anyway, that's the way it works. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. So can I, I hope I can say you've actually been reading my book. I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any feedback <laughs> that you have on them? Is it okay? I, I was really afraid that I was going to be that person. I was going to be that wife that's like, yeah, I haven't read it yet. Oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. on my third book, Lisa, and you still haven't read the first one. Yeah, exactly. But no, I've decided I'm going to read a little bit out loud because you love that. You like yes. to hear your own words yes. through my voice. Red. <laughs> Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> and what, so, yeah. What was I'm the listen- part about keeping me grounded again? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, you sit a little bit every night. I'm trying to read and we'll get through it. And it's it's brilliant. I love it. Okay. All I right. love it. So the big thing I want to say, so the book is called New Mexico Cocktails. Mm-hmm. You can order it on Amazon. Uh, they also have put out uh, recipe cards. That's that, brilliant. Yeah, it's like an add-on that mm-hmm. you can also purchase. I like it because it's all my photos. Yeah, <laughs> really? That makes me really oh, excited to see my photos in these giant postcards. But also you can have your own New Mexico cocktail party. That's right. Which I think every summer would be amazing if you ended with a New Mexico cocktail party. I I'm just going to say that. I love it. Yes. I like the way you say it. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, I am willing to bet that 90% of you are not New Mexicans. No. And maybe have never even been here. So right. And we are America. We're part true. of the country, guys. That's true. <laughs> well, what I decided when I sat down and wrote New Mexico Cocktails is it wasn't just going to be for New Mexicans. Okay. And so it is a book that you can buy. In fact, here's the secret. You can buy it anywhere and read it anywhere, and it just teaches you how to make good cocktails. Yes. There's a few things in there about New Mexico here and there. Right. So it may give you a little history that you may or may not care about. We want you to come and visit us. That's not a bad thing. We do some amazing things. Come buy us a drink. Come buy buy us a drink? No. Let us make you a drink. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that. (laughs) So the book comes out. Please buy it. If you buy it, please review it. That would make me so happy. It mm-hmm. would warm my heart. Yes. Unless you hate it. And then don't. <laughs> Pictures of you with the book. Wow. And maybe a cocktail that you made or just the book. That would be amazing. I really like that. Right. That's terribly sweet of you. Mm. Oh, thanks. It's it's only every once in a while that you write your first book. Right. Sometimes never. Oh, right, right. And so, I, you know, I'm going on a little bit about it. Right. But I'm pretty freaking excited. Yeah. So I was going to try to fit in a joke about, like, that doesn't count any of your fan fiction books that you have. Yes, yes. All written under the bed. That's right. Harry, po- <laughs> Harry Potter fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so. Harry Potter the distiller, I yes. bet, right? <laughs> he distills his own. Harry the distiller. (laughs) Harry's whiskey. Yes. Okay, so uh, we are going to drink absinthe. How's that? No, don't do that. 
Don't do that. <laughs> I was I was going to ask you to just give it a dang chance. Lisa. I'm giving it a dang. It's a beautiful concept. It I've told you concept. that before. Oh yes. No, this is a drink. Absent it's not a concept. Drinking is gorgeous and creative yeah. and lovely. All it right. tastes like crap. Oh, come on. <laughs> Shame on you. It tastes like you, licorice. You can't say that okay. before you try it. Okay. This so this is an expensive absinthe. I know. We have done an absinthe thing before. It was more about just how to drink absinthe. Right. We'll talk about that a little bit. Okay. But this is a specific one we're going to taste. This okay. is Jade 1901. It's beautiful. This is made by Ted Bro, who we met at Tales of the Cocktail last year. And yes. that was very much a fan moment for me. It was. Because he's really uh, almost single-handedly the guy that brought absinthe back legally to right. the United States. I, think, I don't think that it was much of a battle to get it back. I think people just forgot. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was like what a was lot that? a long time ago. Let's really? just bring it back. What is that So he, he brought it back. He did a, a lot of the footwork for it. But yeah. um, I think we just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then exactly Moulin right. Rouge came and we're like, all right. All right. Let's get some. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of true. Jade nineteen oh one is the specific one we're going to try. Uh, we're going to drink it the traditional way, so with water dripped over the sugar cube. We have an absinthe glass, and in this absinthe, Ooh, glass, is that what it's called? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, because the way it is made, it is. Um, how would you even describe this? It has a foot, uh, but it has a short. Stem. So, so hear me out. You're going to totally roll your eyes, but. If you think to like literature, maybe Anne of Green Gables, when they would drink lemonade uh-huh. at the church picnics, uh-huh. it was in little glasses like this. Interesting. <laughs> so, so basically get your church picnic glasses, <laughs> and that's From probably 18, an absinthe glass. Know. <laughs> I don't know about that. So it is, it's like a goblet. So it has a foot on it, but it has a short neck. Uh, but absinthe glasses have this bubble in them at the bottom, and that's where you fill your absinthe to. Do you see that? Yeah, it's brilliant. Like I said, okay. it's the concept of absinthe is beautiful. Okay. You can... you can Don't um, say concept again. <laughs> All right? I'm furious at you for saying concept. The thought of it is wow. beautiful. even worse. No, collecting all of the glassware, yeah, collecting totally. all of that. What do you call these? Knives? Spoons? That is an absinthe spoon. Yeah. They're, it's, it's a beautiful hobby. It, it's a ritual. It's they call a it a ritual. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So uh, this is Jade 1901. I will tell you, Jade 1901, I'm, I'm admittedly proud to say this is an expensive absinthe. Yeah. It's like a $100 absinthe. Right. Uh, so if you, uh, by chance, can get some, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. It really is. All right. So uh, we have our one ounce in our absinthe glass. We have our absinthe spoon with our sugar cube on top. Right. I had a good idea. Okay. So in the past, when we serve absinthe to people, uh, sometimes we give them like a water bottle. Yeah. And like, okay, just drizzle it and over that. And that's so, like, ghetto, ghetto. In, 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 in comparison to, like, the beautiful spoon, the beautiful glass. Right. <laughs> so I had a different idea. Here's why. Water bottles only get so cold. Okay. In absinthe, you're supposed to have really cold water. Oh. The traditional way, as we've spoken of before, is to have an absinthe fountain. Yes. Which traditionally has naked ladies and fairies and all sorts of lovely things on it. Wow. You didn't know that? I've never... Well, I've seen ones that you get from like cocktail bars, but they never have naked ladies on them. You don't look close enough. Okay. That's the first thing I look for. (laughs) It's the truth. So they usually fill them with ice yeah. and put some really cold water. Okay. And so, there's like a little knob at the very bottom yeah. of it and you just drip it into... It drips. It, you're, it really drips dripped up by drip. Right, so right. So you're supposed to put the, the water in slowly. Clearly a water bottle does not do that. Okay. But my other thought is how do you get really cold water 
in a house if you have like a cocktail bar. Right. And water bottles are not really cold. Right. Even if they're in the fridge, right? So what I thought is I would fill this tiny shaker. Oh, this is brilliant. I have a small cocktail shaker, filled it with ice, and then I filled it with really cold water. Mm. And so my thought is we'll just shake it a little so that the water is really cold. Right. So this is kind of non-traditional, but it'll, it'll have the right effect. Okay. Because it'll give us really cold water. And it's really clean ice, really clean water. So please do that. I'm going to shake it just a little. It's actually really cold. Like it's sweating. It's so cold. Right <laughs> so I don't really need to shake it much. So I'm going to drip it through, you know, from the shaker. What I typically do is just one shot of water, like not a shot, but a, a quick little spritz of water on the sugar and cube. And then just let it kind of dilute. And then just let it sit. Yeah. And then the next time you pour it, the sugar cube just busts into a million pieces. That is beautiful. Wow. I really like okay. that. I poured it halfway down the spoon. That was really <laughs> dumb. So uh, the absinthe is now looshing, as they call it, the louche. Looshing. It's clouding the Yeah. So absinthe, absinthe. absinthe is clear and green. Water is clear. Man, this is messier than I anticipated. Yeah. I mean, it's cold, but yeah. It's it's crawling up the spoon is the problem. You know what? We need to look for an absinthe. Fountain. <laughs> uh, if anyone has access to absinthe fountains, especially the ones with naked ladies... <laughs> Uh, please send I, us one. I imagine those are probably the most expensive things, if not the, the most expensive itself. things you can have for cocktails. <laughs> I'm putting a lot of water. Okay. So probably two or three ounces. All right. Because I want you to like this. Okay. I so by hoped, the by the last sip of this eight ounces, yes. I'll be in love. I hoped that by telling you it was a hundred dollar spirit that that would you know perk up it your does help perk up your soul. <laughs> Uh, absinthe spoons are pointed at the bottom yeah. so that you can stir all the way into the the bottom of them. So, uh, oh, what I was saying about the louche. Mm-hmm. So the louche is absinthe is clear and green. Water is clear and clear. But when you combine the two, it becomes obtuse. Yes. You can no longer see through it. It right. becomes this very pale, cloudy green thing. And it it's, has something to do with the herbs that are in absinthe, mm-hmm. that they react to water in this way. And it's called the louche. Remember mm-hmm. we had that poster and it had like these cloudy wisps on it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's 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 what it louche. was. Yeah. So I'm going to make you taste it first. Okay. Is that okay? All right. I'm opening my mind. Please do. $100. Okay. Don't waste it. <laughs> Salud. Salud. I like the sweetness of it. Okay. I really do. All right. So it's nice that you said something positive. Extra Greg. Whoa. This is a lot better than the last time I've had it. Wow. Yeah. Guys, it the was a $100 thing, I that, swear. No, it's not. The <laughs> last time that you served absinthe, I think it was Halloween of last year, hmm. maybe two Halloweens ago. Yeah, at least two. Right. Maybe three. And I was still doing like vodka. Right. So You I'm, weren't a gin drinker yet. No. This is very mild. And I'm like into tequilas now and stuff. So. so so I added more water than I might do myself, although that's very good. Mm-hmm. So... The big reason the big reason you add water to absinthe is Mm -hmm. absinthe is incredibly strong. That's Mm -hmm. also why it's expensive. That's why the cheapest bottle you can buy is like sixty dollars. Right. This particular one, Jade nineteen oh one, is sixty eight percent alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's hundred and thirty. I don't know math, but it's a lot. (laughs) It's very strong. So you used to teach it. Yeah, that's true. But but that's that's why you add one ounce of absinthe and right. two or three of water, right? Because you need to water it down, frankly. Yeah. 
and it lasts a long time. That's why this tiny bottle has lasted us for five years. This is really good. It tastes really nice. Oh, I like that. The really cold water helps, too. Yes, it does. Okay, so here's the thing. Absinthe tastes like black licorice. Mm -hmm. Do you think this tastes like black licorice? Yes, I think it's an oversimplification. What do you mean? That's not all it tastes like. It has complexity to it. Um, Black licorice is cheap crap. Okay, so I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm just to the point of, it's I not like so bad. this. Yeah. I'm not wincing when it goes down my throat, you know? <laughs> That's but. a good point. The first few swipes I took at Absinthe yeah. for the blog mm-hmm. were in the very early days. Mm. And so at the time, frankly, I could not tell the difference. Yeah. Now, hopefully... What are you tasting that's different? It has black licorice, but it has a nice tingle. It almost tastes citrusy. I almost taste lime. Do you taste lime? No. Yeah, I taste I lime. Taste anything else but licorice? Right Almost now. like lime peel okay. um, is what I taste. So right. it's citrusy. It's um, that's all I got right now. Okay. So I want to say it's a little softer. Yeah. But like I said, it just be it could be just that my palate is like evolved. So wow, you know. But it it tastes a little bit more creamier. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm totally impressed with you. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're impressive. You win. Hey. <laughs> this is fancy. Yeah, no, so are you. <laughs> We're recording in our bedroom, by the way. That's right. And it's really odd to be drinking such expensive spirits so yes. close to the bathroom. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, Lisa, I want you to know that you have impressed me tonight. Aw. Yeah, I'm impressed with you. Awesome. Let's make a drink. Can I have a Bud Light? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, we are going to make a cocktail that is a variation on a cocktail we've made before. All right. But it has its own name, so I'm going to call it another cocktail. Okay. Does that sound okay? Yes. That's what we learned in Santa Fe, remember? Yeah. yeah. Don't call it like a variation of the margarita. Give it its own Just name. Just call it like yeah. expensive. Lisa's margarita. <laughs> yeah. I Lisa like Rita. Lisa Rita. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. I'm inventing hey. that. <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to make. We're going to make a Rob Roy. Okay. Okay. We've never made that. Never made a Rob Roy. Okay. I've never even done it on the blog. All right. I've had one before. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Rob Roy simplified is, well, I'm just going to stop right there because I'm going to read to you what a Rob Roy is. So this is Michael Dietsch's book, Whiskey, A Spirited Story with 75 Classic and Original Cocktails. That's a beautiful book. It is. I've covered it on the blog. Uh, Michael is a great writer. Yeah. And so uh, Rob Roy is a classic drink. I mean, you can find it in just about any cocktail book, but he gives a little background I'm going to read. All right. Ready for it? Ready. The drink most people think of when they think of Scotch cocktails is the Rob Roy. It's essentially a Scotch Manhattan. The drink arose in 1894 or 1895, and it was named for the popular musical based on the life of Scottish hero Robert Roy McGregor. The place of origin of the drink is in dispute, but that's sadly common for cocktails. If you're ever in Seattle, drop by the fine bar that makes this cocktail and is named for the drink as well. Okay? Mm. Okay. What he's saying is there's a bar in Seattle called Rob Roy. Okay. So we're going to make a Rob Roy. You ready for it? I'm ready. So it's a Scotch Manhattan. Okay. Oh, don't wince. I'm, this, these are some hard drinks that you're doing this episode, Greg. Hey, you got to suck it up. I know. I'm trying. I know. I'm, I'm making, doing a good job. Yeah, I am. This is unfair. Absinthe and scotch. Yeah, where's the vodka? <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. So uh, we are going to use a blended scotch. Okay. And of course, this is one of the classic blended scotches, also known as Trader Joe's 10-year-old. Hey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so a blended scotch, of course, means not a single malt. Didn't I get this for my birthday? You did. Oh. I've drank most of it. I'm going to say I haven't tasted any of it. <laughs> uh, you're about to have some in a cocktail. Okay. That's about Yay. all that's left. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm such a mean husband. No, you're not. You okay. knew I wasn't going to get to that scotch. I a, asked a friend, you. The friend brought it to me. She wanted me to like broaden my... Yes. Joanna was on the show. Yes. She wanted me to taste it. And I was like, I was smiling like, yeah, okay, awesome. Uh, you know, like that's not going to happen. I hope that uh, at this point, I hope Joanna was on the show, but does not listen to this show because that's hurtful. <laughs> that's just plain I'm hurtful. tasting it right now, Joanna. I'm, I'm giving it a try. Good for you. <laughs> so we're going to make it slightly different than a Manhattan in the way that we use bitters. So this is two ounces of blended scotch. Mm-hmm. It is an ounce of sweet vermouth. And we're going to use orange bitters instead of Angostura or regular bitters. Okay. okay. All right. The orange bitters we have are Dash Fire bitters. These are beautiful. I love these. They are. These. Their bottles are incredible. Dash Fire. They're little square, short little bottles. Yeah. Really cute. Mm-hmm. Apothecary. Clearly, every bitters bottle needs to be apothecary. Right. It's right. required it's by law. Yeah. It's required by law. <laughs> so uh, Dash Fire bitters. I was going to say this, but it sounds mean. Dash Fire is expensive. Okay. These are like 20 bucks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. they're, you know, a lot of the fancy craft Use bitters them. are like that. Sparsely. Yeah, exactly. Is that a word? Sparsely? Spar- sparingly is the sparingly. word. Yeah. I think sparsely is the herb. You, we sprinkle it at, at the end of a meal. <laughs> Can you put some sparsely on that, please, sir? <laughs> so here's the thing about Dash Fire bitters that I will tell you right now. All right. Dash Fire should never be added, funny enough, in dashes. It should only be added in drops. Dash Fire is strong as heck. What's the difference? A dash is like you turn it upside down and go... Okay. A drop is like... So a drop is smaller than a dash. Big time. God, that's so hard to remember. No, it's not. (laughs) A drop is is literally a drop, dear. Why am I confused by that? I don't know. I feel like a dash should be be smaller than a drop. Smell it. Will you smell it? So this is Dash Fire Orange Bitters. Ooh. That would taste that would smell good behind your ears, Greg. Thanks. I may use it for cologne. Let's start uh let's start a cologne with bitter scents. Uh, I, I am I am certain that there is that. Really? That's I've a never nice seen smell. Any. Very rugged. Oh my gosh. It Woodsy. smells great. Yeah. It's barrel mm. aged. That's It's barrel aged. You want to pour that on you tonight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just kidding. You're going to pour it on me. Thank you very out. much. Ew. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to add two drops, very okay. small drops All of right. Dash Fire barrel aged orange okay. bitters. All right. Oh, okay. wow. That okay. was more like three or four. But the thing about Dash Fire is it is strong mm-hmm. and it tastes great. But seriously, one drop too many is too much. Okay. Okay? All right. So we're going to stir this because just as with any uh, full spirit drink, no juice, no anything else, we're going to stir. Okay. Do you think uh, at Tales of the Cocktail that Camper English is going to do a seminar about the difference between uh, dashes and uh, drops? I think somebody has done it. I think that would Camper's be Camper's the guy to do it. But the one he's doing that I'm psyched about yeah. is it's like dangerous ingredients yes. for cocktails. yes. I hope they give us the dangerous ingredients. I hope like, it's like blowfish, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> Here's how it's going to go. There's going to be three sample cups in front of you. Okay. And he's going to say, don't drink those yet because <laughs> one of them will kill you. <laughs> On their own, they're lethal. But combined with these other two ingredients, yes. they're completely harmless. Yes, just a splash of gin <laughs> and that particular ingredient will not kill I'm you. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I love how cold that gets. It helps to have really clean, hard ice. Yeah. That was a word we heard at New Mexico Cocktails and Culture, mm-hmm. where they said, freeze the ice for four days. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. And that's how you get the really hard stuff. Yeah, you know, right, right. It gets nice and tight. Okay, so a Rob Roy, I'm going to strain it into these cocktail glasses. I've been, I've been getting a little bit picky about like the photographs of cocktails that I see. Let me like, hear that. 
like, oh man, their ice isn't pretty. And so oh, therefore, yeah. like it taints the entire picture mm. of the cocktail. It's hard for me to even see the beauty behind it. Isn't the, that awful? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, so I'm that way too. The only one that kills me is what... Banana ice. Banana ice. Yeah. I don't know if that's a real word, but like... The ice that your refrigerator makes, right? right? It's a it's a curved banana shape. Yeah. Uh, I hate that ice because it's so foggy. Yeah. It's so ugly. Yeah. I'm going to... I've said this before. My secret is... I have acrylic ice. You do. I've bought photo-ready ice. So so go back. <laughs> he polishes them with Windex, my I friend. Do. No, that's not true. That would kill somebody. <laughs> we don't drink those I drink drinks, them. though. I drink them. Really? Yeah. The ones you take at 10 in the morning. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's 10 in the morning. I ain't going to waste them. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what you got to do as yeah. a pro. You got to get the acrylic yeah. ice. You know what it is? It's the equivalent of. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, please no. forgive me. Oh, I God. consider Instagram to be like you put up beautiful photos that inspire you. They creative, be nice. beautiful, right? So don't take a picture of the delicious lasagna that you made and put it on a paper plate. Yeah, I've yeah. You know, I've seen you. You've you've showed it to me before. <laughs> you said, "How good does this meal look?" And then I look right. at it and I say, "On a paper plate." Your compuestas would look amazing if they weren't on your grandma's paper plate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about Chinette? That's fine. Oh, no, it's not. No, also Nothing. It needs to be washable. Rob Roy. Damn it. Cheers. Salud. That scotch is a little smoky. Mm-hmm. Not a lot smoky. What do you think? No. No, you don't like it? No. What is the part that you don't like? No. It must be the... <laughs> is it the scotch? What's wrong with you? You can't just say no. Yeah, it's scotch. I, I... That's hard. It's pretty intense. It's like acidy burning. Is that is that a thing? Or is that my body reacting to scotch? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your body is fighting the scotch. It right is. Now. It yeah. literally is. Uh, there's an acid to it. Yeah. No? No, it's it's probably seriously my feedback for you is it probably has to do with both the barrel for the scotch mm-hmm. and the barrel for the bitters. Oh god. Because the bitters give it like a barrel taste too. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty smoky. Yeah. Um, Very bitter, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't prefer it to a Manhattan. I'm gonna say what I always say. It's pretty though. It is. It's a good looking cocktail. <laughs> Looks good on um, you. Uh, you're supposed to garnish it with an orange twist. Yeah, that's that's where it would kick in more of the acidic for me, and I don't like that. That would at help. All. Oh, you no. wouldn't like it. Uh-uh. We don't have any oranges, so I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, but here's the deal. Here's my feedback on this particular drink and mm-hmm. how we could improve it. Mm-hmm. We're using like the $7 small bottle of vermouth. I think you need like a $30 vermouth. Interesting. You need to step that, up your vermouth That makes game. a difference. Yeah. That really does. A good I, vermouth makes a big difference. I feel like the vermouth is weak in all this. Okay. And I think it needs to be strong and even bitter, like Punta Mess, like mm-hmm. one of the bitter vermouths. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be all right. All right. I'm sorry, Greg. I'll get there. All right, folks, thanks for listening to the show. We're looking forward to more with you and more with friends, of course. Coming soon. Thanks for drinking absinthe and scotch with me, Lisa. You're welcome. Good for you. Yes. All right. I need cheesecake now. Yeah. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. All right, guys. I'm Greg Mays, managing editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers. Cheers.